Are we live? Yeah, I see us. <laughs> Can you hear us? Okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on our first live. And this is one of our episodes that we're recording, but we decided to go live with it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. If if you don't know and you're kind of new to all of us, um, all of this unmuted with Destiny and Sam, we have a podcast. This will be our seventh episode. And the title is, as it says, let's talk about the P word. <laughs> but we know um before we jump right into a topic, we kind of talk about how our weeks were and not just how we're doing in general to have a check-in. Uh, please bear with us and also let us know if you can hear us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> please do. This is our first time yeah. doing this, this aspect of it. And man, it's a whole <laughs> technical thing behind it. Yeah. So kudos to all those people who have been doing this. Um but as Destiny said, we'll talk about our week. And um, for me, I really like to highlight three things I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'll go into it. So Destiny, give us three things you're grateful three for. Three things? You, you're just going to throw it to me like that? Yeah. All right. Three things. <laughs> oh, before we get started, yes. we, have, <laughs> we have some guests here. The Our producer has a lovely baby with her so you might catch some of her sounds as well in our mic but it's all good yes <laughs> but three things i'm grateful for um i would say i'm grateful to do this podcast to do this live right now even though like it's really nerve-wracking and, and time consuming on um the setup and everything we've been setting up for two days <laughs> Um, I am grateful for rest. Uh, if you've listened to our previous episodes, then you know that both Sam and I are essential workers and we haven't gotten any time off like most of people since this whole pandemic thing started. So we're just taking a few days. And the third thing I am grateful for the goodness of God and for just safety and the peace that he's given us both. So Sam, your turn. Yes, I am totally grateful for rest and break. Like it's been a while since I've like been away from work for a couple of days straight like this. So I'm truly grateful for that. It's been a rough, what do I say? few months it's been really rough <laughs> but i'm grateful for this time away i i'm really grateful for let's just talk about ac now <laughs> i know i'm just like probably you know out of the box or something but listen it is extremely hot in florida and <laughs> i don't know what i would do without ac right now so i'm truly grateful that we have that you know <laughs> as a luxury and i'm just grateful for god's faithfulness his you know hand of protection over 
um, our lives and my family's lives. So I'm grateful for that. So thank you, Lord. Big up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and can I just add that I'm grateful for you all who are here joining yeah, with us. We I am definitely totally appreciate you. Grateful. And thank you for commenting. I'm looking right now and answering our questions. I'm glad that y'all can hear us. Thank you for being here. So we do we want to jump right into it, Sam? Are you ready for that? <laughs> Are you ready, Destiny? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's jump right into it, guys. So the P word. What's the P word, Sam? We are talking about porn or pornography today. Mm-hmm. We know that this is definitely a taboo topic, especially in church. And we really think that this is um, one of the topics that, you know, we really don't talk much about in in church. And generally, it's not just a church issue. I think it's with everybody. Everybody face this one way mm-hmm. or the other. And so we wanted to talk about it and, you know, just highlight um, certain aspects of it. And, you know, we're going to talk about experiences and so many other things. So mm-hmm. we are excited and terrified at the same time <laughs> about this. And you all, as we're doing this, I pray you just pray for us <laughs> while yeah. we're doing this and and pray ju- for pray for our stream health as well that yeah. there won't be any blackouts or um any audio cutting out the camera won't shut off on <laughs> us or that the internet won't go out just just keep right. us prayed up yeah. during this so sam the first thing um that you had brought to me about a question you had is where <laughs> did porn even come from? Yes. Where did it come from? Yeah. What did you discover? <laughs> well, um, when I was doing the research about where porn came from, it it highlighted about this zoo zoo what's the word? Zoo? Zoologist? Yes. <laughs> about this guy called Kinsey. Kinsey. Yeah, Kinsey. Um Kinsey. Where he did a book I don't remember what the book is called, but all the information will pretty much um, place it in the description, too, of where we find these facts. But um, they say he did a book um, on kind of like sexuality, but the way he went about doing it, it's like it seemed to be normal, but it wasn't normal. Yeah. Like he would have persons, you know, doing the activities up in his attic and stuff like what that. What kind of activities? sexual activities guys <laughs> up in um his attic and you know stuff like that and you know they ended up placing these um images in you know what we what we know as the playboy magazine but they put it next to um education stuff yeah, and classy essays is what, right. what the article said they right put it next you to know it. so it seemed okay it seemed normal you know so that's where they were saying it. Um, it not necessarily evolved, but where it became more more prominent into, yeah. and more, you know, out there. And what we're kind of used to today, right? As seeing porn as um, the you know, like romance novels have been a thing <laughs> for how many years? Yeah, and I've read quite <laughs> a before, few <laughs> way before that. That's nothing but porn, right? Really. <laughs> 
But, you know, and, you know, it all went back to how. It all went back to um how, as I was saying, how it's now become prominent, but it's just in that sort of way to seem as if it's normal and it's OK. So. It's kind of like when we say we have a form of godliness, but it's not godly. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the same thing. It was kind of normal, but it wasn't normal. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the article also went into how in, in today, you know, things have evolved. It evolved from the magazine and the book that the guy published to VHS in the 80s and 90s but now in our modern era we have internet and so it has become more accessible more and more accessible and consumable to everyone right. um yeah because you know back then they said they would go into theaters to watch porn so you know um you know or cassettes that we started to have and we used to rent it at the rental shop so it it became available on that now you don't need to do that as you even when you go on certain websites now all you can see over the little corners yeah, the like ads, ads and are everything <laughs> are porn like come on i just, just wanted to research a little thing about food uh-huh. or maybe an essential oil or you know something but there you have porn just popping right up in front of you so you don't even go searching for it and it is right there it's just there so part of the reason talking about accessibility and how porn is discoverable um i think people people don't really really realize how accessible and easy it is because i used to be a substitute teacher as well and you know i caught these kids watching porn in the classroom all the time and like it wasn't even like they was watching it on their own devices. They had the nerve to like be on the school computers watching it. And I was just so taken aback the first time, the first time that it happened. And I didn't really know what to do. I was like, I was shocked. But then um, I can also understand it because some people, some of you out there know, I don't know anybody who watching it, if you know, that I have also had a struggle with porn um, coming from Christian perspective. You know, porn is wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I and not to not to cut you, but all around, it's really not just coming from a Christian Christian perspective, but we will also highlight um how the effects it really has on our brain, our heart, and you know, all around our person, how you know. Yeah, it's not regardless just, of what you believe. Yeah, it's really not just about belief now. It's really emphasizing um the effects it has on us on per, as a person. Mm-hmm. So uh back to my accessibility when I think when we got um y'all remember dial up? Some of y'all who are old enough so when you had <laughs> our producers laughing, so so like, <laughs> um, you know, the phone line would be all tied up when you wanted to get on the Internet. And then when you get like DSL and broadband, you can just be on the Internet whenever you want to. And don't nobody have to know. So 
I discovered it that way. One day I was on like I was on YouTube, but I was on this weird side of YouTube. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like <laughs> when you when you ask yourself, how did I get here? And it wasn't porn, but I don't know. So the mouse to my computer dropped. This is also when we had mouses to computers. <laughs> it dropped and I think I stepped on it. And when I um, looked back up from the floor, there it was in all its glory. <laughs> a porn video was playing. And I was like, where in the world did this come from? The, like it was a new window and everything. And so I closed it. And I actually went and looked at the um, description of the YouTube video that I was watching. And it, it was in the description of the video. So I was like, dang, I must have clicked when, um, when, I, had, when mm -hmm. I stepped on the mouse. And just like that, you know, I clicked away immediately. But then I got to thinking about it. And that curiosity took over. Yeah. So I clicked it back again. And... At we, what age was this when um you stumbled upon porn? This was uh fourteen. Okay. Yeah. And I was and actually the reason that we decided to do this live, to do this episode right now on August eighth, is because I have officially gone a year today without looking at any pornographic material. So Yay, I'm excited for, <laughs> for that. that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in these past years, you know, uh, consumption has varied. But for the most part, I still in recent years could go long stretches of time without watching it like up to eight, nine months. But then something would happen, the trigger and you just go to it. And we're going to talk about that later. But um, it's been a year. And I'm good. And we're going to talk about talk about how how we got to here to this um, year mark. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> but um, we were talking about accessibility and how you how you how you how get you introduced, introduced to porn. Yeah. And um, I had asked you last night if you had ever been exposed to porn and, and you say yeah, um, yeah, we we in when I was in high school, we consumed it. Um, I mean, like it was nothing, you know, but I can't say I have become attached to it or. You know, like how some have become, you know, having that compulsion to watch. I haven't had that. I don't think since I left high school, I've consumed um, mm -hmm. porn. So. But I've been exposed to it um, before. We used to watch it like together as cousins and whatever. And like, it's nothing. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Um, I and someone said in the in the comments, you know, you think that the school would have the comments blocked from from what I was or meant would have the um, videos blocked. They're supposed to. But. I don't know. The kids must have got around them somehow. Remember, but, kids are smart. Yeah, they always find a way around these things. And the first time that like I had encountered um, students watching it was actually in like a technology classroom. So, you know, they knew right. <laughs> about computers and everything. It was actually like um, the morning show uh, 
produce the school produced the morning show and that's what it was but anyway kids a lot of kids statistically are introduced to porn uh through social social means like they're watching in groups right together uh like like sam was saying with her experience Um, there, there's something that I, um, that I even asked her because, you know, when we, cause watching porn, some persons may not become addicted to, um, porn, but you know, there, so I wanted us to like highlight the difference with like compulsion, mm -hmm. addiction Habits or habit, you mm -hmm. know? So listen, can you emphasize more about that for us? So an addiction it's very interesting. I said the the Latin root for addiction, right? It was Latin, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Latin root for addiction actually comes from the word that means enslaved to. So addiction, you are enslaved to yeah. whatever it is that you're you're addicted to and a habit is just is, is similar to a compulsion and like a habit has a trigger right or a special set of circumstances that has to happen in order for you to perform perform the habit and the compulsion what what would you what did you say about the compulsion because I honestly forgot. I don't remember <laughs> the about the compulsion. But <laughs> it was similar was. to um it was similar to habit. So but you know why why I said I wanted us to really highlight the difference because um you know, persons who watch porn, we can't automatically say that they're addicted to the porn. Mm -hmm. They may they may watch it here and there, but they're not um they may be compelled to watch it but not like feel like they're so enslaved or so consumed that they have to watch it and feel that high or because yeah. when we look on addiction, many times when we think of addiction, we think of drugs. We think of alcohol cigarette you know mm -hmm. whatever other drugs that are out there and i think one of the one of the articles it was highlighting how how much that they need to include um pornography in this definition of addiction and like food um addiction mm -hmm. and you know gambling and stuff like that in the meaning of addiction because it's really wanting to feel that feel good feeling you know that feel good sensation and you know get that high when you take so it's not just that consuming the drug but um that you know when you consume it's, the it's drug the amount and the intensity of right it. like and say if you were taking a regular like a regular drug um maybe you just start out with I don't know, regular strength. Yeah. <laughs> of, of what? But then you start getting getting used to it, getting used to that. And so you have maybe you get it laced with something. And that's going to give you that same original high that you got with the original stuff. But you had to intensify right. your I don't know. Yeah, the, the drug or you the substance. You have to intensify it in order to get that same. And it's the same, same thing with porn, as you know, Destiny. When we were talking about it, is actually saying that each time, um, the intensity or the is it intensity of the pornography um videos, like the first one that you watch, 
say you go back and watch you may not get that same high so you seek out a new one yeah. with you know increase maybe violence or increase i don't just know weirdness intensity. of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> to give you that feel good feeling you know and that's what and that's what we were even saying like with these what we we're talking about the feel good feeling um this is where the whole brain activity and neural pathway even come into play um which we'll talk we'll emphasize more when we talk about the effects of porn on the brain mm-hmm. so uh before that what we were going to talk about um the feelings of porn like after you've watched yes it. Uh, how yeah for you what was the experience like after you've watched it for me specifically probably in the beginning it was like you know you feel kind of dirty yeah and like like you don't like you shouldn't have done that but then um as you progress sometimes and depending on the trigger or why you're watching porn you can just become indifferent maybe or numb to watching it after or numb to the after effects there's no guilt there's no there's no anything really negative or positive after it's just like yeah it is whatever and and this is working through a a worldview that porn is wrong um and then i'd say in recent years as as i've been kind of making the decision and being more conscious about about porn and monitoring how i feel about it after i watch it and also strengthening my relationship with the lord um i w- I don't know. People might take this the wrong way, but like I didn't I don't really have I didn't have any guilt or anything about it afterward because that guilt, I think, puts you in a cycle of like constantly beating yourself up, puts you in a in a cycle of depression. And um, as a side note, uh, we talked about isolation in our last episode and being alone. Well, porn in general, especially a porn addiction, makes you isolate yourself, and which which leads to depression. depression. Yeah. So I wouldn't have those feelings anymore because I would just pray, give it to the Lord, and and like leave it there, and not take up that burden anymore. Um, if I watched it, cause it's like, all right, I did this. I can't really do anything to take it back. So just leave it with the Lord and move on. And also work on not isolating yourself. That's also what's, what's changed my feeling about it in the past few years. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes does. sense. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so when I say dirty, what does that mean? Like, you feel dirty, like, you it's just that get sense this of guilt. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, you know, when you did something wrong and you feel just mucky inside, it, it's it's just a lack of a better term, you know? But, yeah, that's or the best like, way like to describe it. You just feel icky yeah. on the inside, like... Like you want to go hide from some, like, right. you want, like you want to isolate yourself because you're scared that somebody is going to maybe know or see that something is wrong with you. And, and, and two, we have, you have to remember too that, um, 
as Christians, you know, Destiny, you had role in church. You, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. She, she... I worked for the church. Right. And you can understand feeling that guilt because it's like you're saying you're a hypocrite. You're struggling mm-hmm. with this, but then still you're going out there and professing the love of God and you're still professing um, that Jesus mm-hmm. saves and all of that. So with that, it can allow you to feel that sense of dirty or mm-hmm. icky or, you know, feel mucky inside. So we can understand that mm-hmm. um, aspect of where you're coming from yeah and you know honest the first time well when i went to get um the ministry training to work for the church um during that time i'd stopped watching porn and you know i thought it was cool and everything everything was good after that point but you have to also realize why are you why are you stopping or why do you want to stop watching porn is it because of appearances or are you stopping because of your own conviction convictions or for someone else's convictions right so i think the when i did it during that time you know we have this narrative in church that your leaders have to be perfect and people who work for the church have to be perfect so therefore you can't do nothing you can't have any sin in your life which is a good thing and i'm not saying that that's not possible because you know jesus was our example he lived without sin and he called us to do the same thing but it doesn't mean you're just like the worst person right if you do have sin and one someone said once that um leaders especially church leaders aren't called to a different standard like we some sometimes try to put on them but we're called to a different level of accountability and People like people in leadership um, in the church are don't have that accountability because like who is the who is the leader going to talk to if they know that people are going to judge them and people are going to berate them, maybe even fire them if they have this if they have this in their life. So they're just isolating and keeping it all to themselves and trying to fix it by themselves because no, no habit, no addiction, no obsession, whatever words you want to use is going to be broken in isolation. We were created in community for a reason. And, and that's why we always go back to the, to the text that says, um, that says that, Two is better than one. And Mm -hmm. we've already highlighted that we're not just talking about marriages. No, we're talking about friendships. We're talking about family that is better because you know what? The devil, that's when we're in our lonely um, state, when we're in our isolated state, that's when he feed us with the lies and Mm -hmm. we believe them, you know. But when we have someone that will help us to... um, combat all those negative thoughts that come our way so if we're saying that oh we're not good enough that friend can remind Mm -hmm. you that yes you're good enough through christ you know so yeah isolation is not is not the key (laughs) and we 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 do recommend you um to listen to that um loneliness and isolation topic yeah we didn't we didn't know how well it it would have um really meshed with this Mm -hmm. with what we're doing so we really appreciate yeah. um, God really working through us. This it's, way. I think it's one of our best episodes. Yeah. So if you're not subscribed, <laughs> go subscribe to the Unmuted podcast on whatever your favorite um, podcast streaming app is.
and give us a review and a like. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Shameless so, plug. So now we're going to talk about the effects of porn on the brain. So listen, let's talk, ab- let's talk about um, that neural pathway and share that with them. So we're not just talking about the Christianity aspect of it, but mm-hmm. we're really going into the science of it. Yeah. Because um, we know our brain, even though it's so small, it's really powerful. Yes. <laughs> so Miss Nurse. <laughs> no <laughs> future nurse assure us into that no <laughs> yeah no. about neural pathways and stuff no you take it away you take it away <laughs> all right so i can't so your brain basically with each experience you have or with with each image that you see any kind of memory that you create it creates a new pathway and those pathways don't really go away. So basically, especially when it's relating to porn, um, you're you're basically reprogramming your brain right. because you're creating all those new pathways and you're creating um, all those n- new intensified meanings as you go along in it. And... Your brain just kind of messed up right <laughs> after and, it and one of the areas they really focused on was the frontal lobe how you know the frontal lobe you know it's good that's where you know choice and decisions um come into play so it's like they're saying that part of the brain when we continue to watch porn it shrinks mm-hmm. and it pretty much with its shrinkage is like we are taking away that ability to make choice, to make a choice mm-hmm. or a decision about um something. Which so, is, so which that's is where the enslaved right, part exactly comes, the comes addiction and and enslavement comes into play. So, is like keep watching the porn reverses this um ability to make rational make decisions. Rational, right. Mm-hmm. So we we are no um more operating off compulsion yeah. and you know being irrational or you know just jumping quick to making um decisions. Yeah. I think and as and and as you remember what we said about the intensity cuz with each intensity mm-hmm. this decrease this starts to decrease the um the size of the frontal lobe. So you remember what we were saying about the the more you watch, the more you're trying to look for something that's more violent or yeah, you're you know, yeah, you're just looking for something that's more intense than what yeah, you started off with. Right. Um, which leads us into kind of the next part of of why porn is bad. So if if y'all didn't know, porn is very much heavily linked to hu- human trafficking. And, you know, in the past few years, especially human trafficking has become maybe it hasn't become more prevalent, but us talking about it and um, actually seeing it has become more prevalent. It's coming more into the light. And what happens a lot of the time is that a lot of these people who are who are acting in the produced porn videos, they are trafficked. Like yeah. they're being forced to do that. They're not they're not doing that of their own free will. They're not making any money off of it. These people are enslaved because of other people's addiction and because of 
other people's enslavement to porn and to violence and porn also promotes violence against women really violence against anyone these days um when we really break down the statistics the statistics to it and also porn promotes racism (laughs) (laughs) yeah it 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 does yeah because I don't know if anyone is familiar about, um, cause you know, black men are really more portrayed in these, um, porn. And I especially remember this one that they call Mandingo. Yeah. That's very much still a thing in porn. Uh, if that's a very, that's a racist stereotype that originated out of slavery. For those of you who do not know, Google it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we ain't being that unmuted. But um it also promotes like the using of racial slurs and everything as well. And to kind of go with what Sam was saying about the Mandingo thing, a white porn actress is considered to have arrived when she has sex with a black man who they consider Mandingo. Um, And all around, black people just get treated really bad in porn, just like most of the world. Right. (laughs) Where, um, so yeah, those are... In addition to how it can make you feel, that's also downsides to porn and negativity that porn brings into our lives, into the world. And, you know, by beholding, we become changed, as the scripture says in Corinthians. So maybe people didn't necessarily have those racist thoughts or tendencies, or maybe they didn't, or as much, or maybe they didn't have the... um, their propensity for violence against women, but because of them seeing that in porn and consuming it, it's become normalized to them, and they're just re- they're just regular, right? And it's like you want these stuff to be played out in your relationships now, or be played out in your marriages. Like mm-hmm. you know, these images that you're now seeing, you want to reenact them in in your own lives you know so and and that's why we're saying it's not to digress from um christianity but is is that we really want to have a world problem no matter what you believe right and honestly i i've never i've never noticed anything about racism and sex trafficking i would if desna and i didn't talk about this i probably wouldn't become aware that this thing is real real like how we have this pandemic it it (laughs) is it is totally real guys and if i was never convicted before about i'm not watching porn reading all these facts listening to people's story and you know them being sex trafficked or um or them overcoming porn i'm i'm more convicted about you know not consuming this because me consuming this is telling me that i'm supporting um racism it's telling me that i'm supporting sex trafficking and you know violence against women it's telling me that i'm supporting depression and suicide that's what it's telling me you know Mm -hmm. outside of it telling me that this is not right before god yeah, and the statistic that we did have is there are 4.8 million people being sex trafficked um, 
specifically with the intent of being exploited in in porn or in a sexual way this is a big money making business yes (laughs) this is big money let me tell you uh billions of money is into Mm -hmm. porn and um it's fighting the new drug the website yeah guys you can go on that and you'll see so many facts that they have outlined and so many um different articles that they have proposed or you know put together with the effects of porn and all around like holistically they have just given um good information Mm -hmm. to make you really think and really you know yeah give you that sense of conviction about it's not just it's not just about you now. Mm-hmm. It's not just about you consuming the porn. It's about the other it's about the people who are in the porn now that are being um molested or mm-hmm. being God knows what else, you know, mm-hmm. is has befallen them. Um persons who they've been kidnapped, families not able to see them, their loved ones. It's it's kinda just hard. Yeah. You know, just so before before we um, go into our kind of last section of of this podcast episode, we're going to try to keep y'all at an hour or right under an hour. Yes, maybe (laughs) we'll see how it goes. But um, we also wanted to come and highlight that people think that um, porn porn is just a man problem mm-hmm. but it is very much a woman problem one of the statistics I read said that 62% of women actually do consume pornography regularly yep. and it's probably growing because I think that was an old statistic actually from like 2016 um and I especially wanted to talk about it coming from the perspective of being someone in the church and even working for the church as well, because no, none of our leaders are talking about it. I've I've sat through one seminar of a guy who said he was addicted to porn. He was a pastor. I forget his name, but he was from Texas. And he was just telling us about the the shame and everything that surrounded him um, talking about it. And, you know, um, how his wife even left him during that period of time. And, you know, that's that's kind of a whole other episode, like how, how you we can, support yeah, how yeah. you can deal with and support with someone who is going through the um, the, the addiction, addiction process, right. the recovery process. Um, and so let's let's go into our last segment. And before we do, we are going to play a song that I just released today. And before um, we go into it, because we're going to be muted, I just want to um, ask y'all to tell us <laughs> if you can hear the song um, once it starts playing. She is totally talking. Give us one second. Wanted to find who I am without the lies inside. Spilling out and exposed to the rays of sun. X-ray my heart, faint images of me, Covered up by images, pornography. I was young. 
I don't know what else to say But my life changed and everything turned to gray People asking if I'm depressed Well, yeah, but my lips always said I'm blessed Fear of judgment, no protected place Loose lips kept a secret in my heart space Fear of shunning and distrust around computer screens No understanding of the path my life had to take Endless winter and the forecast from the enemy To let the voices lead me Another breaks through I can barely hear it But the still small calls Come down, down From your anxious highs From memories of computer lies Come down, let me lift you up Your own strength no longer holds you up You prayed, let this cup pass So I'm here to drink the poison You don't have to ask I'm gonna be alright he told me not to worry, not sharing this to please the people. It's not to please the people. I'ma be alright, already winning. He told me I don't have to worry. I'ma be alright, I already won. Not sharing this to please the people. It's not to please the people. It's not to please the people. It's not. To please the people, it's not to please the people, but I'll get there with my head high, hands held up, reaching to the light. Life as I know it is a memory, here in the palm of divinity. Infinity is all I can look for, the past and the past while I'm passing destiny just dropped that um new song i thought it was beautiful um so let us all know how you what you think about um her new release (laughs) (laughs) guys if only you were here behind the scenes seeing what's happening But good job, Destiny. I I'm really <laughs> proud of you. I'm proud of this um one year mark and I'm proud of this song and more songs to come, but you know, especially this one. I really am proud of you, so thank you. You you did well. <laughs> yeah. You did well. So Destiny, um I really want you to tell tell us how um how you overcame 
or how you have managed to reach this year mark um, without consuming porn? Well, it starts off with our friendship. It did? You know that. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we've we actually only been friends for a little over a year. Yeah. <laughs> we can actually just call this month our anniversary month of friendship, too. So Yeah. But um, I felt comfortable enough to share with Sam my struggles and everything. And... You know, I just wasn't too well mentally in August of last year in general. But then um, every night when Sam would get home, she would call me and she would force me to do a Bible study <laughs> and to pray and to talk about what I'm grateful for. And, you know, she even made me a whole devotion like specifically tailored to me that thing was like eight pages like eight regular sized pages like eight eight and a half by 11 pages she made me um <laughs> so so there was that so that aspect is support and a group she wasn't she wasn't the only person supporting me um either it was another friend that i have who who's always been there with me since the beginning of porn before porn um so there's that support that's number one find somebody that you're comfortable enough to to talk to with Mm -hmm. yeah and um and honestly when she shared and this is the part that i'm talking from um the point of the supporter now um you have to have that sense of open mind and judgment free because they're not looking for that and they're not necessarily looking to be lectured about how wrong it is because they they do know know. honestly they do know and i think for me i didn't realize how much i was supporting her because all i was doing was just listening and um just being there and i Mm -hmm. didn't know that this was helping her i honestly didn't know and i think it was long after she um she revealed to me that it was through through us doing these things that you know has been really helping yeah, her. And so it, and we don't re- discredit like just being there, even if just picking up the phone and call or you know just doing something that is random. Mm-hmm. But at least it's that sense of distraction from mm-hmm. what you know they are used to. And and we read we read a couple books as well. Um, during those devotion times but I think the key is to um, why she was helpful to me because it, in general I stay up late a lot so those peak times where you're by yourself and you know you're more likely to be tempted you should have someone there or who's going to be there like someone's schedule who kind of matches yours so you know that for the most part they're going to be available during that time should you be struggling and you know there there's been times when she and other people i'd be like lord just let them text me or call me now and they would and and they don't they don't even know like that they're being used by the lord to um to minister to me or to the person who who is struggling um and so 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 far support and and scripture and the lord 
Yes. And I just want to say, I want to, we didn't really say nothing about the song. So no. I just want to. <laughs> yeah, talk about this. So song. this song, I actually made this beat like last year in June. And it was just a beat. It was actually an experiment of different techniques. But I was like, you know, I should make this a song. But I could never, I could never write any words to it. And then I think May of this year, you know, I kind of thought about it. Because, you know, I haven't really even thought about porn since last year. And I, I said to Sam, I was like, you know, it's going to be a year in August. It's been this many, it's been this many months. And I sat down one day when I was by myself and I was like, I got to. I know what this song this song is going to be about. I couldn't write this song before because I hadn't had the experience. I hadn't had the freedom right. to do so. So all these words came out of that and the scripture that, you know, that that kind of breakdown part comes from it's not to please the people. Galatians chapter one, verse 10. Am I doing this now to please people? Right. No, if if I were doing this to please people, then I wouldn't be a servant of God. So in everything that we do, especially with this podcast and with really with any spiritual endeavor that I take on and kind of any any life any life thing i'm not doing this to please anybody and sam has really emphasized that to me over the past months or past few months um like i'm not gonna please everybody um and i don't need anybody's approval except for god yeah so that's where that's where that that came from Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, is there so we're gonna scroll through the comments? No, but before we um scroll through the comments mm-hmm. though, um, I really want to highlight it because um, I think it was maybe two weeks ago when we were doing our fasting and prayer. Um, something really just came up in my spirit about you know this whole pornography, but. It really didn't just stick with the pornography because when you think about addiction, I think about food addiction too. Like there's so many other things outside of this because, you know, many times in church how we just highlight as if sex is the only sin. Do we do we know that fruit of the spirit called self-control? And I don't think that we ask God Mm -hmm. enough for that gift of self-control and self-discipline. Destiny um, overcoming um, the the compulsion or the addiction to consume porn is really denying herself. It's really Mm -hmm. denying, um, as it says, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. It's the same. It's it's the same thing with any other areas of our lives. I know we always emphasize, oh, exercise three to four times for the week, Um, eat a healthy or balanced meal, you know, stuff like that. But I don't think we really emphasize um, these other areas of our lives to help with our um reprogramming our mind as it says Mm -hmm. renew your mind um be transformed um in your mind you know not be conformed to this world and so i really want to um implore you with this um scripture galatians i think it's in galatians i don't remember but i think it's in galatians five or six somewhere there about (laughs) about you know um 
the fruits of the spirit so i want you to bear that in mind and how you know when paul said in romans that he tried to do good but good don't want good he's not able to do good or he doesn't do good you know his flesh and that same paul who was who was talking about his struggle with you know his flesh and his spirit is the same paul that went over to galatians and was saying it's it's no longer i but christ that lives in me that i'm able to do good that i'm able to overcome so i just want you to understand yes you can't do it on your own. Yes, you are weak. Yes, you are struggling. But remember that God is within you. You will not fail. Remember that, you know, the same God, that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same one that's living inside of you. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about point where we are really just encouraged. It's any other area of your lives that... um you are struggling with you know remember that that greater power is within within you that you can do it you know we always say we can do all things through christ who strengthen us still remember those scriptures in times of struggle still remember that you know god loves you with an everlasting love and you know you know this song i think you did the cover for it it what? says, um, fully known and loved by yeah. you. That song really stood out to me, knowing that God know all these areas of your life, the, the skeletons that we try to hide, but he still loves you. And I want you to remember that and walk in that promise that he loves you no matter what and that his grace is sufficient for you. And we are no longer <laughs> slaves. <laughs> yeah. We are free. We are I'm free. really proud of you, Destiny. I... I really am. So really kudos to her. And, you know, to anybody who is struggling with this, reach out to someone because it's not just about um, watching porn now. It's really, we don't want you to live in a state of depression because it will lead to that. And we don't want mm-hmm. anyone to commit suicide because it can lead to that. And we just don't want that. So reach out. Yeah. You know, we may think someone is strong, but we just don't know the struggles that they're facing. And if... And as I said, if if death hasn't taught me anything, death has taught me how to cling close to the people that we have to 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 just spend time with them, to be intentional about them, to to remember that, you know, we are to be there for each other and that two is totally better than one. And, you know, not not take any not take each other for granted. You know, so just walk in those promises and walk in those intentionality and remember that we love you. God loves you like crazy. Oh, and I guess she has something else. Oh, I thought we were going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm previous, as somebody would say. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive me. (laughs) All right. Also, remember, if you're in here and you've been watching for however long, remember to put a like on the video. Give us a like. It helps with visibility. And also, thank you for being here. All right. So, ooh, this is a good one. Um, it says, think about the generation and OnlyFans. They are, they are now the sex workers. So OnlyFans, um, most of us know what OnlyFans is. Like, it used to be, like, when it first started, a normal website. But then it just kind of 
migrated into being a pay me and I will do sexual acts on camera type thing. And just everyday regular people are doing this. Regular teenagers are doing this because they see it as a way to make money or they want praise or they want clout or whatever. And so they're resorting to trafficking prostituting their own selves on the internet to make money though that that's a that was a good um comment and also um if any of y'all have any questions feel free to post them now and thank y'all for all the love on the song Man, I'm so happy you all are tuned in. <laughs> yeah, thank you for participating and not just being like ghost watchers. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, judgment free. I totally believe in that because, you know, many times in the church, um, we're so caught up in judging each other. And I think it's very important that we do remember where we're coming from that we aren't we weren't all saved are holy and <laughs> mm -hmm. sanctified some of us went through messes and muds and god picked us up and washed us off and covered us so we got to remember um to support each other through you know mm -hmm. that lens and dante he asks what if you see the images in real life what can you elaborate on that a little bit dante what do you mean see the images in real life like you seeing like real life people yeah do or is that's what i think that's what he's saying like you've actually seen people having sex or doing sexual acts because dante remember that sex is not a bad thing when it when it is being done within marriage and stuff like that so if you're talking along that lines i think that's healthy but um if you just accidentally walked in on somebody, somebody. did uh, that be <laughs> <laughs> we, you can't really do anything about right. it and you weren't you weren't seeking it out exactly so <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit different but if if um that's not what you were talking about please clarify yeah um this other comment from mega kinetic i don't know i think it says um i feel that being vulnerable with our with your community is what brings healing because in the bible it says when you confess your sins to one another and pray for each other there is healing yes that's so that true. is so true and the emphasis of like vulnerability yeah, the emphasis of vulnerability has been a thing about our podcast from the beginning. That's why we're calling it Unmuted. And also, we're calling this this type of podcast that we're doing, like with these kind of topics, we're calling it Safe Space. And this is the first the first episode in that series. So be on the lookout for it in future episodes. Oh, somebody asked, did you ever get found out by your family members? If yes, how did they react? No. <laughs> so I, I, I think I almost, well, to my knowledge, no. When, if they didn't say nothing, which I don't think that's in my family's nature to not say anything. Right. So I'm going to say no. But I almost was once. Um, I can't remember exactly what age I was, but like... This is where you get in trouble using other people's computers <laughs> to watch it. 
And so I had did that and I forgot to clear the search bar, not the actual search history, but you know, the cache <laughs> in the search bar. So it was there and like it came out. And at first uh, my dad had asked me if I knew what that website was and I couldn't really understand what he was saying. So I was like, what's that? And I was really like asking, what's that? Cause I didn't really understand what it was. And, um, then I went up to see exactly what he says, and I still stuck with my what's that <laughs> after I, I um, actually um, understood what he was saying. So, yeah, I have not. Yeah. And it's also important that parents, that they really monitor what their kids are um, watching and, you know, th their devices and stuff. Because it, it was alarming to see the age group at which um, persons have become exposed to porn. So I think it's good um, that we look into that as parents. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are we frozen? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so if there is nothing else i think that's about a wrap and it's only 304 so with that said thank you for joining us thank you guys this has <laughs> been an episode of unmuted with destiny and sam you can catch the replay here on youtube i will also be uploading a copy to facebook and on our regular podcast audio on monday we release a new episode every second and fourth monday of the month so you can catch it there any of your favorite um listening stream you'll catch it there on monday but thank you so much for joining us thank you for being here with us thank you for interacting with us too mm -hmm. this is our first live or first video or first <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are yeah. so like nervous but we yeah. cool now it's yeah. just like our first regular podcast, podcast episode yeah but and I just want to thank God for really using us and really um giving Destiny the strength to be vulnerable about this and talk mm -hmm. about this topic because we know how it can be as we say um persons can be judged about it. So Destiny, thank you for sharing with us mm -hmm. on this um topic, and I yeah. really just pray that God will keep mm -hmm. will continue to keep you. And you will continue to walk in this new freedom that he has given you. And that you will definitely not just limit it to talking about it here. Mm -hmm. But you will really be that support to somebody else mm -hmm. and pass it on. Which yeah. I know she will. You know, I'm really like passionate about um, especially women and girls with this. Because there's so little so little support like every every porn support thing pretty much that you go on on the internet is specifically geared towards men yes. so we have to come together as a community around our women and girls and let them know that they are seen and heard and supported and i think that's a wrap yes so, yeah <laughs>